Welcome to the Millennial Parents Podcast, where we discuss everything about parenthood and adulthood from the perspective of millennials. We are your hosts, Lizette and Damien, creators of Millennial Parents, and it is our mission to highlight the real and raw ups and downs of our journey. It is important to note we are two average millennial parents who are simply faking it till we make it. Therefore, we will not be providing medical advice. Everything we share is based on our learning experience. As always, seek your medical provider first. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. This will help build our community of millennial parents. Please follow us on Instagram at Millennial Rents and visit our website for exclusive content. Welcome back to the Millennial Rents podcast. We have made it to episode six, and today we are talking all about milestones. As Damien reached a big millennial milestone this past week, we received a lot of feedback on episode five, and we appreciate each of you who have taken the time to share your opinions and feelings with us. Thank you for your continuous support, and let's jump right into it. All right, so we had a big week in our personal lives this past week. Um, Damien, he finally joined the 30 Club. Yes, the Dirty 30 Club. (laughs) A big thing for millennials. I feel like 30 always feels like, well, to us, feels like a midlife crisis. I feel like... As we approached the end of our 20s, we kept, I kept thinking 30 was like a daunting number. Right. 30 is like the old, old, old head. It's like when you hit that threshold of being old. I remember when my mom turned 30. That's what I was going to say. I was like, a lot of us remember like our cool uncles and our cool aunts who turned 30. Yeah. We always thought that they were so old. Yeah. And then now... Here we are. Now I'm thinking like 30. I'm so young. Like, what do you mean? Really? But I don't know. But I, I mean, I still feel young. But at the same time, I I, I realized that like 30 years old. You know, I'm no longer I'm no longer 20s. Even though the 20s seemed like it lasted forever for me, and I was I've been ready to get out of my 20s. But now that I'm out of my 20s, I kind of feel like the 30s is you know the new 20s. You know? Yeah. <laughs> At it's least for always, millennials, you know, we're kind of like, we're like old heads, you know what I mean? It was always a joke um, when we first started dating, because Damien quickly found out that I was older than him by yeah, what? Like nine months, literally a baby Robin older. Robbing the cradle. And he'd always tell me that I'm an old lady. Um so it feels like he's. It's taken forever for you to turn thirty. I feel like I've been yeah. thirty for so long, and finally you're here. But I know it has been forever. <laughs> I, I mean, I the twenties, like the twenties, were holding on to me. You know, they didn't want to let me go. You know, but 
we're finally here on the other side, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's your last birthday just being Damien, the next, yeah. you know? Next. I think that I think that I will say this. I wouldn't I will say that I think I always wanted a goal of mine was to like not have a kid until I was like thirty years old. You know really? what I mean? I felt like I definitely never wanted to have a kid. I mean, I wanted to have a kid super young, but I knew I, I knew I definitely wanted like, you know, things to be like, you know, in, in order a lot better than than yeah. a lot of people that have kids at young ages. So I already kind of ruled that out. And then from there, I was kind of like, well, what's a good age to have a kid? Like if I ever like, you know, had the option and I, you know, things went well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Went, went based on the plan. Um, I always kind of felt like, you know, the twenties were like too young because it's like, that's, that's still a lot of the time where you're still kind of figuring out yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, you're still a kid. I feel like I still, I I still feel like, you know, from 20 to 20 to 29 and about 11 months, I still felt like a kid, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, I, I always say the jump from being 25 to 30, I feel like is a really crucial time in people's lives right. i feel like that's like a really pivotal time um as far as just everything like you feel like you're trying to figure everything out in those five years because you're right. you know you you oh you've, you've you're made approaching it. that time yeah. yeah you're already you've been 21 for a while so that whole fling is going and then hopefully like you're starting to mature more so then you're thinking now you're starting to think you're getting old and then 30 is right around the corner. So it's time to buckle down, figure things out. And it's just a huge shift in, right. in your mindset. Right. And I think a lot of like big decisions or big moves are made within those five years. And I, you can attest to yourself. I mean, you made some really big moves. Yeah. Yeah. I made big moves in those five years and it doesn't even feel like it's been five years. Right. But... If you like think about it. Right, I agree. I think it was like the the most growth and the fastest growth. Yeah. But it was like the smoothest transition as well, you know what I mean? Like and that's and that's kinda what I'm getting at, you know what I'm saying? Saying that I kinda wanted my plan was always to kinda like wait till I was like thirty to have a kid or whatever. I thought that was like a good age just based on all that kind of stuff that she just said. And then also, you know, the fact that, you know, I do feel like I'm definitely comfortable in my skin now. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm, I I have things figured out a little bit better. You know what I mean? But like who I am and like what I want to do and things like that with myself and things. So I definitely think that the plan is going well so far. You know what I mean? Like hitting 30, I feel like it's crazy because I, I always put a lot of pressure on myself and I never really think back on like what has happened and where I'm at in my life and all that kind of stuff. But now that I'm at this 30 landmark, I definitely have like really thought about things. And like mm-hmm. you said, especially in the past five years, I feel like I've made like so many like, you know, big boy like moves that like, big like boy. you know, decisions, <laughs> things that like have really made me feel confident that I'm going to be a great father because I'll be willing to make the decision that has to be made for my kid and my family. You know what I mean? Like. I'm definitely at that point where I, I'm willing to make those decisions and I'm not like thinking selfishly anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So with me not thinking selfishly anymore, I feel like I'm 
almost ready to be a father. You know what I mean? Like now it's not about Damien. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So let's, let's, let's reflect a little bit. I met you when I was 23. So can you believe you were only 15 at the time? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. You were 22 and I was 23. We were both in a city in a place where it wasn't home for us um, in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And you came out there from South Carolina. That's the first time you've ever been away from home, right? Right. That was the first time I've ever lived away from home too. Um, Both of us were kind of lost, very lost actually. Yeah. But um, just thinking. But found at the right time. (laughs) But just thinking, just reflecting on our relationship back then till now, um, did I think that it would last this long? I would say probably, yeah. I was, once we started getting serious or within a couple of months, I felt like you'd be around for a while. But I definitely did not have the confidence in our relationship and I'll be quite honest, probably until I, we were, I want to say, f- five years in. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, just because it, it, just because we both were figuring ourselves out. Um, you wanted, you weren't where you wanted to be. Obviously, you loved Phoenix, but then you knew that you had to know, you know, make other steps and. Right. do other things and i clearly wasn't where i wanted to be so it was like we met at a time where right which so is, much which transition is was to come yeah. a lot a lot of life was to be lived yeah and a lot of questions were still unanswered, unanswered yeah. or like we just didn't know what the hell we were doing um but i will say it was nice to be in that stage of my life with someone who also didn't know or was uneasy about the future because you know how sometimes you hear people who are in relationships or are looking for people to be in a relationship with and they're like i want somebody who already knows what they want to do who already has their head on their shoulders and then some people are intimidated by that too like they stay away from people who have it all together because they feel like they're not all put together so i think I'm super thankful or I think it worked out for me finding somebody who also was trying to figure things out as well. Right. That I think that sense? we both we both really understood each other's main main values and and reasons for everything that that I guess we were doing at the time and our plans for things, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, I think I think you definitely understood what my what my main values in life are and like you know it early on i feel like anybody could kind of really from knowing me they would realize that i'm really like about like you know family you know friendships you know i don't know i don't know i'm i'm, I'm just a kind of like a yeah i a sense, community kind of person that, or something i don't know i i gravitated towards that right from the beginning um right so like my my, my like goals for everything like from the day I like left home was like always to kind of like find my thing to where I could get to the point where I was ready to start my family and I was comfortable 
in my skin to do that. You know what I mean? In a, in a, in a, in a, you know, healthy way, you know what I mean? To where it's, yeah. it's a safe mental thing and, you know, a beautiful family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and, and I definitely know, I, I realize like, you know, as like life, you know, has gone on and like, you know, my dreams and the things that I, I, I wanted to do and the things that I'm doing now, you know, I realized that like, I, I still am doing all like the things I always wanted to do, like writing and stuff like that. And it's all still there and everything like that, but it's now, you know, I'm angling it different ways and I'm finding other ways to, to uh, continue to do it and to continue to allow that to be like a, a creative outlet and like a, a love of mine. You know what I mean? It's not quite in the same, you know, medium as it was. And, and it's fine because I feel like it's again, part of who I am and like, just mm-hmm. as a person, like I constantly am like looking Multi. for new things and like I like it's so hard for me to stay still on something you know what I mean like I don't think I was ever meant to be like someone who like does like does nails down like one exact thing and just like mm-hmm. you know I don't know for some reason I I just don't work that way I like I continue I, I love to learn for some reason and um I love to try new things and I love to like risk things you know what I mean I don't know if I'm saying take that right. a risk yeah, yeah take risk or whatever so um so it's it's interesting for me to find all these new creative, you know, mediums to write, you know what I mean? And and um yeah, I th- I just think that it's it's just interesting because as as I've gotten to the point that I'm at now, 5 years ago, I'm looking at all the things that I've have coming and, you know, Maya coming and, you know, where I'm at in my life. I feel like all the things that I've always wanted are happening and it it's crazy because it, it, it happens at that time. It happens on that time frame that people always kind of tell you it's going to happen on, but it's always like kind of just be patient, be, be patient for it and wait and wait mm-hmm. for it or whatever. And um, I think that was something that uh, you really struggled with, um, especially when things were feeling like they were going nowhere. Yeah. Um, and really we had like, like you said, it has it takes some time and five years if you think about it went by really fast but then also going through it it feels like sometimes that it's really slow you feel stagnant you feel like you're not making any progress or you're going backwards and then that just takes a toll on you same thing with me like fresh out of college when i my plan was to go to grad school for physical therapy school and i didn't get in and i felt like i my life was put on hold and i didn't know what to do i was freaking out and that's when i met you um and so like we both had to adapt um we didn't what we wanted and envisioned as far as like career wise or whatever did not happen for us um I didn't go on to physical therapy school and become a physical therapist that I thought I was going to be. Um, But then again, like Damien said, I had to figure out, do some soul searching, figure out how I can still keep the passions of like helping people and teaching or whatever, whatever it was that I like held on to and knew where my strengths were. And then from there, I kind of just, you know, figured out a different different path while still and honestly i i think it's, it was the right one for me but you don't know that until you look back 
and hindsight is always twenty twenty. but in going through those years were really hard. It was really hard to, you know, come to grips with you not, your future not being the way that it was supposed to be. Right. Or the way you, you wanted it to be, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it definitely took a lot of patience and a lot. It was... And again, I think it's a lot of also understanding the bigger picture of it all, too, is like, really, what did you want out of all of it? You know what I mean? In the grand scheme of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why I still say, you you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way you can, like, perfectly plan out your life or, or plan out everything perfectly, you know what I mean? But again, if things are falling into place as you had it, seen it, and, you know, you 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 see things moving in the directions you 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 planned out and those things then i feel like it's 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 that that's life being being done right and that's life progressing as it should as opposed to you forcing looking it. back yeah forcing things and then also looking back on those past 5 years and being like all right i forced this and i'm nowhere now and i'm not anywhere near the the growth right. that i wanted to be at where i wanted to be at because majority of the time when you force things, it's when things aren't going to, you're not going to grow like you should. And you're not going to end up where you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Or you're just going to stay or, in that cycle of. Yeah. Or like not necessarily forcing things, but just being so focused on one thing and being closed minded and like, you know, having your mind set on just one thing and then when that doesn't happen your whole world crumbles and you feel like you're lost so pretty much having an open mind and exploring different avenues like damien said finding out ways that he could still use his creative um his creative drive in different avenues not necessarily how he originally wanted it to be but still you know finding different ways to do that and and still just building building that writing brand again too so it's still it's still growing and it's still giving me those opportunities for for whatever i always had had seen you know so it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a thing where in life again we have to realize where we are realize what we're doing and and make the decisions to to push along and and you know, fight and then also make some sacrifices to to grow more in a in a in a life sense of of family and whatever needs you have to take care of. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I think that um, approaching your thirties is is a very scary thing for millennials. I mean, all your friends around you, whenever. <laughs> that you know your friend turns 30 or whatever the first person who turns 30 you're kind of like dang it's almost my turn like it really is stressful it's it's really stressful and now that i'm thinking about it like 30 sounds way younger than 31 for some reason i don't know why but 31 just sounds like a lot older than 30 i don't know i don't know it just feels like I don't know. I feel. I see. I still still kind of feel. I don't know. I still kind of feel a little different though. I kind of feel like, to me, thirty seems like, and I'm hoping that it's like twenty seven in sports. You know what I'm saying? It's like where you're like that perfect co- combination time. of like experience, but still got that youthfulness in your knees. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's like that new, like, I, I don't know. I hope that 30 is that, like, pizzazz age. You know what I mean? Like, I'm feeling like, you know, by the time you hit 35, you're hitting that down climb. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> so, you know, you got a good five years left. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I do. I really do think that, though. Like, I feel like in life, you know, by the time you hit like 30, you, you're hitting a, a really good stride of, of who you are. I feel like it's the time in your life where you can understand your flaws. You can understand who you are as an actual person and you can start to make changes and implement things that can help yourself because now you know more so who you are. More, it's You know what I'm saying? You understand yourself better on a routine thing. So mm-hmm. I think you could handle your, your your yourself better. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I say I think it's more of like your, your prime. I think it's like that 27-year-old age, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's still, for, for some, I mean, for me, it still felt, though, like a midlife crisis was happening. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Just because. I agree. It's scary. And it's, it's something that a lot of, you know, a lot of us go through. Um, and, you know, people still are at 30s, in their 30s, and they're still trying to figure themselves out. And that's, yeah, that's also sure. something that, you know, is perfectly okay. Um, yeah, you're never done growing. And right. you should never stop growing. You should never think that you quite understand yourself because, you you know, you can always surprise yourself. And you never want to cut yourself off from trying new things or or understanding new things because you think that you know yourself so i i didn't want to i didn't want to put that out there but yeah and of course and once you start feeling comfortable then that's when you know you're not doing something right right Right. like you always need to feel a little bit uncomfortable challenge you right right that's the only way to grow that's the only way to. and i think i think this past year not i mean not just because of the pandemic but even I would say my 20, probably 28 through 30, 28 years old to, to 30, I was really forced to challenge myself in ways that I had did not imagine, could not imagine. As far as like my personal life career wise, I mean, being a teacher for the first year is absolutely terrifying. Um, I don't know how to really explain it but um (laughs) that there's just so many ways that I was challenged as an adult and as a person a woman that I really it was really scary um and I think being able to look back at that and seeing where I am now it all just makes sense now it was all like I, it was everything happened with a purpose. Now I feel a lot stronger going into my 30s had I not, you know, chosen to face those challenges. Because I could have easily been like, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm backing out. I can't even, there's no way I'm going to step foot into a classroom. I'm not going to grad school. This is like way too hard for me or way too nerve wracking that. You know, I could, like you said, I didn't want to take the risk or I didn't want to fail. Right. Um, and so, you know, making those decisions back then really, really paid off, even though it felt like I was treading water for a good two years. <laughs> um, it all it all just makes sense now. 
So. Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing and inspiring. You know what I mean? I mean that's definitely where I'm at. Where I feel like that's where I'm at, kinda in my in my whole journey and everything. You know, uh, for for all the you know listeners who don't quite know, you know my 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 life and situation. I um was living in L.A. for how long did I live in L.A.? I, I don't even know. Uh, five. What, five years, yeah. And um, I was pursuing a career in writing, and um, I got into writing in trailer houses and, you know, doing some trailer writing and, you know, movie movie writing and stuff like that. Um, but with us, you know, having a baby and everything like that, you know, we needed to make a decision on where we wanted our family to be, you know, centrally located and stuff like that. So I was kind of pretty much put in a situation where it was like, you know, keep pursuing it and live in L.A. and, you know, have less family and everything around Maya or whatnot. Or, you know, kind of take a take a career change and, and shift things a little bit and move down to San Diego. Um, and I actually chose the latter and I got into software development and software engineering, um, which I thought was was definitely was was a was a, the best way to to streamline my transition and everything like that. It's kind of like going from something, you know, I would say like blatantly creative to something a little bit more abstract creative creative mm-hmm. wise or whatnot um but it was a it was a huge challenge for me because i wasn't ready quite ready to like let go of the whole writing dream and all that like movie writing i would say um i had a great time doing like trailer writing and advertising writing and copywriting and all that and it was amazing but i it wasn't that didn't you know really it didn't feed my my creative soul to the point where i was okay with moving away from it just yet you know what i mean so it was very challenging at this time or whatever um but like i said uh i think that coding definitely did you know help me kind of get over it a little bit faster or whatnot but um but on to the story i decided to move down to san diego and i decided to um go to a coding boot camp just to you know f- jump start that whole process and and really dive in you know what i mean because i'm just that kind of person like when i get into something i really really dive in or whatnot um, and it's been literally a, the most amazing experience so far. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, it's been, the, I feel like it is the ultimate thing that I've been supposed to get to in my life. Um, mm-hmm. from everything that I've done all my life up until this point, um, everything has really like been facilitating the success of this and, and helping this, you know what I mean? Um, so like from like my sales background to, you know, my, you know, my personality to just everything, you know, even, even whenever I was in, in high school and the projects that I I was doing in high school and stuff like that, it all kind of is making sense to me that I've gotten into what I'm into now, you know what I mean? Because I've gotten more so into hardware and things, a lot of, a lot of different things that I didn't know I was interested in, but again, it's a full circle. And I just wanted to say that, that based on your story, Lizette, I feel like it's very inspiring because I, like I said, I'm at that point where I'm taking that transition. It's, it's just been just a year for me. Mm-hmm. And in that year, I do feel like I've grown so much and I do feel like I'm on a, on a tremendous track and everything like that. But at the same time, I do feel like you said right now I'm, I'm treading, I'm treading water and I'm very, very like, you know, I'm still like, I, I don't, I'm not, feeling like the 100% the greatest about it all right now. But at the same time, I do feel extremely confident about the future and stuff like that. So it's a really exhilarating time, but it's mm-hmm. also a scary time right now too, so. Yeah, and that was that was something that was hard to do at, you know, 
at an age where you feel like you should not right. do a career change supposedly right. or whatever. Like or what right there, say. knocking on doors, meeting the right people, yeah. and like literally just like, oh, this this one thing could literally kill it all. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I said, it, it has opened up so many other doors, and now I'm writing graphic novels. I'm writing, you know, video games for game development that I've gotten into from coding and stuff like that. So, like I said, it it all comes back full circle. And again, now that I'm looking at the big picture of things, I really, really believe that this is where I was. I'm supposed to be going mm-hmm. in life. You know what I mean? And maybe one day I do get to, you know, make some of those movies and things that I've written before. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been happy as a screenwriter or as strictly a writer. I feel like I, I'm I feel like I have something more to do and I feel like I have, you know, a lot of versatile talents that I would be upset that I, I mm-hmm. if I let those things go yeah, down the and wayside. It's interesting because um being with Damien as he was going through this transition, he was very focused on screenwriting. He was like, that was his scope. That was everything that he wanted to do. It was why he moved to LA. Um, And so it was hard for me as his partner, you know, to see him put himself all out there for one thing that he really wanted to do. And I will say, you know, it wasn't, I I, I don't want to sound like, oh, you know, I didn't want him to believe in himself or something like that. But I always constantly told him, you know, you, I see that you want to do screenwriting. Let's see if there's any other, you know, avenues that you can, you can use this type of talent or creativity for that's not necessarily, like making a movie or doing the things that you want to do right now, but can lead to that. And that was something very hard for him to grasp because it was like, no, like I'm, I don't want to waste my time, you know, doing other things that I might not be interested in just, you know, just to dabble into things. So to hear him say that he is able to come full circle with software engineering and coding and still be able to you know feel like he still has that creative fire in him is really fortunate to hear because i felt like i'm gonna be the person to take him away from you know what he ultimately wanted to do by having him come out here to san diego leaving his dreams in la and then me being that person that you hear about in other people's lives, well, I moved, you know, I had to drop everything. And that was something that I really did not want to face. So right. it took, it took Damien to kind of like mold a little bit, soften a little bit and see different areas. And I'm right. glad that he found, which I always knew he would. It just it was just about, you know, taking a risk and looking at other things and investing in himself. Um, it was always something that he was scared to do, even with this coding boot camp. Um, obviously, you know, you had to put money into it. And I, quite frankly, thought, you know, you got to invest in yourself. If this is what you want to do or if this is something that you want to pursue, then yeah, there you got to make some of those decisions 
it's a hefty price, but then again, it all turned out to be good in the long run. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, I mean, it's, it's again, it's a full circle thing. It's a big picture thing. It's one of those situations where I would say, I don't, I don't have all the answers. I, I, you know, Lizette doesn't have all the answers, but whoever's listening, you're not going to see all the results you want in the moment every time. You know what I mean? So you, you, lots of times you just really have to just wait for the picture to be painted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and then just admire the strokes in the meantime, you know what I mean? Cause you know, you can't, you can't plan it out perfectly. You can't, force it it's not going to go how you want it you know what i mean so try to enjoy the ride and find and find the beautiful beautiful things in life you yeah. know and then and then enjoy the growth of it you know what i mean i feel like i feel like now now that i'm at this point that i'm at right now like that that more so than anything is is what i am so happy about is the growth of really like who i've become and like I don't know. I just, I just, I, I really feel like I, I, I'm on the right track at least. You know what I mean? So. And I think it's really important for us to take the time to think about the last either five years, the last year, the last two years. So much happens um, within, I mean, just month to month. And we're, life is so fast that we don't really think about how far or. Even even if you feel like you didn't go anywhere, say you're like, okay, I'm still stuck at this job that I've had that I've been wanting to leave forever. I'm doing the same thing that I was doing two years ago, five years ago. I'm making no growth. Right. All of that. Um, it's hard to reflect on your life when it feels like it's the same or you feel like you've gone nowhere. But I really, really challenge people if you're scared to reflect on those things, I you will find something where you're yeah. like That's why I didn't make that growth that <laughs> I should have made. I feel like I feel like if you if you do it in that if you reflect, if you if you even if you feel like you, you haven't made the growth and the changes that you wanted to and you are you don't want to think about your life in the past years, I bet you if you really do, you can stop and you can actually think about what has caused you to not make those changes that you wanted to, you know what I mean? Like what you can really look at you. it. Yeah. Like, think about the past five years when you've had moments to seize growth or to take opportunities in those moments that you didn't. Mm -hmm. And you and and then think about how you will take those things in the future. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes reflecting is not just looking back and then saying like, "Oh yes, I did such great things," and I, I was. You know, it sometimes is not that, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's actually saying like, I didn't do what I needed to do. And I had, I had time for changes and, and growth. And, that, and that's how, you know, I, that's how a lot of things are for me too. You know what I mean? Especially with writing, my writing career and things like that too. You know what I mean? I feel like I see opportunities that I could have seized, but, but I wasn't quite as understanding and aggressive on, like, like I said, all, now, as a, at, at where I'm at with coding and software engineering, I understand how all of my past experiences are helping me. And I feel like whenever I was 
into write into screenwriting so heavily, I didn't want to understand how my other life mm-hmm. things were going to help my screenwriting. I wanted to get completely away from that. And I wanted to be this completely different person who was just supposed to be this screenwriter. And I was born to be this or whatever. And I feel like that's what failed me in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't- you limited yourself. I limited myself. I didn't use my strengths and I didn't use my experiences to, to um, you know, um, improve my chances i would say you know what i mean like my i feel like my my personality my 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 sales background my you know what i mean my my drive my ambition those things could have possibly helped me in in different ways if i would have been more so willing to maybe accept something in a producer role or accept different thing you know what i mean but again i was just so put off by everything that wasn't screenwriting or wasn't what i wanted exactly how i wanted things to go mm-hmm. you know what i mean um so again I did, things didn't go perfectly. And now I'm at a point where I had to reflect on my past five years and I had to figure out what things were kind of holding me back and stuff like that. And it, and it, and one of those things that was holding me back was I wasn't accepting of, of my strengths because I thought my strengths weren't good strengths. You know what I mean? I thought my strengths were just like, Oh, you're just naturally good at being, you know, having a good personality and, and entertaining people, you know what I mean? And to me, I was like, no, I want to be, I need to be super smart or I need to be mm-hmm. something that, is like trained and honed and I needed to be, you know, in my bedroom studying, you know, and, and, and cause that's just who I like, I'm a researcher. I like that kind of thing or whatever. But, um, but my strength is not that, you know, my strength is, is I would say like freelancing on the fly, like just, you know, personality in the moment. Building you know what I mean? connections. Yeah. yeah. Connections and things like that, you know? So, yeah, that's that. That's why reflecting is is more than just understanding the good. Is it's, it's it's understanding the bad too, and 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 figuring out how it can help you in the future, how it can help your next five years and your next reflection moment. I guess. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that um, we go through too in our thirties. As soon as we hit, I hit thirty. I'm like, oh shoot! Now I'm worried about the next five years. Um, the next five years seem very daunting. And as a pregnant woman right now, actually, that's something that keeps me up at night. Um, I constantly am thinking about this next year, where I'm at right now, my living situation right now, knowing that I'm bringing a girl into this world and just constantly just thinking about, okay, (laughs) We are here now. We're getting our family together, but we're clearly not, you know, we're, it, we got to still make some more moves. More moves are going to have to come, more decisions, more sacrifices. And it's hard not to constantly think about the next thing or the future and to worry. It's, it's not, it's inevitable. And, um, you know, I lose sleep over it, especially that I'm pregnant. Um, and then start uh, the biggest thing that I do is I compare myself to other people. And that's when it gets all messed up um, for me, because then I start thinking like I should be where they're at or how come how come they're 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 able to do this and I can't or what are they doing differently? You know, and it's just it's it's a natural thing to do to compare yourself to other people. And that was something that was really hit me hard in my late 20s leading up to 30s and even now it's like you really start thinking 
about yourself in comparison to others and you're on that timeline now yeah it just it, it really as people are starting to it looks like on social media or whatever it looks like people are starting to figure out their lives and starting to you know settle in so you're feeling unsettled watching that unfold right because you don't feel like you're on that same track um and that's where it gets really it gets hurtful at that point um so it's scary social media is a scary thing and that's why i feel like this podcast is a really cool way to kind of talk we don't really talk anymore we just post pictures or we just do you know do a little story alive or whatever a reel and it's not really capturing the true raw footage right and and a lot of millennials we don't really have conversations anymore we don't really sit down and talk and quite frankly before we did this podcast Damien and I have never talked so much together since before this right like I'm learning more about him and how he's expressing more of his feelings I'm expressing more of my feelings Damien used to always tell me that I don't really express my feelings that well and for me I'm more of like a journaler I write things out I don't it's I like to talk but I when it comes to like expressing myself it's it's harder for me um and so this podcast and these has been a super cool way to get us together to just talk about things. And quite frankly, I've always told Damien he needs to take the time to reflect because he's so stuck in his mind of like right now and what's going to happen next that he doesn't even take the time to think about how far we've come. So I think this is something that's really good for him as well especially as a male to just come up on here and be vulnerable and talk. So this podcast has been really cool and we're glad that you guys are listening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But so I guess that's, that's the rundown for today, right? (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a 24 second shot clock? Um, I, I'll do a 24 second shot clock. I don't mind. You got a phone? You got a timer? I do. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, well, here we go. 24-second shot clock, and you are on the clock. So being 30, my 24-second shot clock is going to be just that, you know, I'm I'm happy with life and where I'm going. I feel like I'm on the right path. I feel like I have a beautiful family coming, a beautiful daughter coming. You know, I got a beautiful fiancé, you know, um, and I'm just happy with, with, with where, what I've done and where I've what I've grown into so far and i just hope that it continues done wow 23 seconds bam that was pretty good um (laughs) that was great yeah it's nice to hear it's really nice to hear damien say all that in 24 seconds because like i said it's been a rough patch the these to hear him say that he's content to where he's at and we can both you know feel like we're happy where we are and still have some thing to look forward some things to look forward to is really good because it wasn't always everything that we've ever thought always felt like it was impossible back then and now things are starting to come 
in line and we just had to be patient and we just had to let things work out, go through all the bumps and the pain and the growing pains and all of that. Um, And so it's really nice to kind of take this time and think, think back about that. And I know a lot, not a lot of people can say that. So I'm super blessed with that. Yeah. I think I'm super blessed too. Life's not perfect, but it feels perfect. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, we are. And also just a little pregnancy update. We're 37 weeks. So we are full term pretty much. And Maya is, she can make her grand entrance any day now. And I am starting to have my weekly appointments. Yes. And so I will just say. Maya is making her way. She has dropped, for those of you guys who don't know the term, she has dropped, meaning she's getting low down there. She's getting in position to make her grand entrance to become Earthside. So we, I am suggest, or I'm predicting, and we'll put this on the podcast to see if it really does come true. I think she'll be here May 8th, Saturday, May 8th. I'll be 38 weeks and three days at that time. I think that's when she's going to come. Damien says, what was your date? I said May 12th. May 12th. Our due date is May 19th. Yeah. So yeah. we shall see. My dad said he's gonna co- she's going to come this weekend, <laughs> which is like in two days. So hopefully that's not the case. But I definitely think she'll make an earlier entrance than May 19th. Because I'm starting to feel things. We'll see. We'll see. You guys will have to stay tuned. Yeah. Thank you all for your support. And we will catch you guys on the other side. Bye.